You're listening to season three of Stunning. Hello, I'm Taisha Osler. And I'm the Silver Dollar Man. Now, Taisha, there's so much talk about the do's and don'ts of staging that it can get confusing. It really can. Luckily, we have Sari Olszewski with Keller Williams, who will turn your house from drab to fab. Sari, tell us, what does it mean to be house blind? House blind is basically that we are so used to seeing our house that we just don't see it anymore. And we all are house blind, every single one of us. And some of us more so than others, I admit I'm an incredibly house blind person. Whereas other people in my household may not be the one that leaves the pair of socks in the room and they walk past it over and over again like they don't see it. They probably actually don't see it. It's just become part of the decor. And we all do it to some extent or another. There's simple fixes to manage it. I would say first, just try walking into your house and through the entire thing with to imagine the perspective of being there to buy your house if you were a buyer walking through your house that can be it can be challenging for some it depends on how active your imagination is if it if that doesn't work then you take pictures you take pictures of every room like you would expect to see for a real estate and then walk away and go back to those pictures and all that stuff will just jump right out at you it will just get you right in the face So it does, because we all have enough experience seeing online staged homes or well-decorated homes. Anyone with Pinterest or Google, you've seen it. So it will stand out to you pretty easily. So like that uh, Velvet Elvis that that I love so much, you saying that most people won't like that? Perhaps. (laughs) Every pot has its lid, and I actually know someone who would love it. (laughs) So your specialty is using existing furniture and accessories, because a lot of times the stager will say, take everything out, and we'll bring all this new stuff in, but you're using existing stuff. I do. I think if you can afford to take everything out and have your house professionally staged by a local stager, that's great. Go for it. it. would be a lot easier for you but not everyone's in that position and you can stage with your own furniture sometimes we'll add extra accessories or if there's for some people they know that they say like they've been had their eye on a sofa that they've really wanted for a long time they know they'll use it in the next house they may opt to buy it now and stage their home with it and then take it with them to the next place but yeah there is a lot that you can find in your own home. And when I work with clients, I actually go through the house and guide them through, this is something to keep, this is something to keep, and go through each room, which can be overwhelming at times for them, but I try not to make it too painful. I bring snacks. It's fine. (laughs) It'll be okay. But yeah, we go through and use what you have because your first stop in staging your house is shop your house. Now, you may find that something you've had in your bedroom you want to display in the family room or, you know, it's not leaving things as existing. It's keeping the stuff in the house that you really can use to stage to save yourself money. Gotcha. So... You do have people take some things out. Absolutely. I, the biggest key to staging is decluttering and just edit. The, the reality of it is there's nothing wrong with our houses. There's nothing wrong with your home. It's your home. It's where you live. But where you live, that's not what you're trying to sell. You're trying to sell a vision of what 
people are going to come in. You want them to walk in and see this house that it's beautifully staged. I could live here. I could live like this. And most of us tend to have more stuff than less. You want to put stuff away so that there's less for the eyes to have to focus on a lot of different things so they can see the home and the potential that it has for the buyer. It's interesting you should bring up that because yesterday I mm-hmm. went home mm-hmm. and my wife had been working in the master bedroom closet cleaning mm-hmm. for eight hours oh, in yeah. one closet. <laughs> that just goes to show you how much stuff we have wow. in there that yeah, you really right. don't need. Because then after yeah. that, I was taking stuff all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much stuff you accumulate. Yeah, and that ties back into the house blind. We don't notice as we're bringing it in. But when we have to pack it all up, we see it. Yeah. It's there waiting for us. Yeah. So true. You know, taking everything out, leaving the things that work, that mm-hmm. really works well for potential buyers. Mm-hmm. Tell us how staging is also a gift to your future self. The reality of it is, if you're moving, every single thing in your house has to be packed up. Whether it's packed up to go to the next house or it's packed up to go be donated or to garbage, it all has to go. And the more you can get done in advance, say like you pack away with 60% of your home, which I know seems like a lot. When you factor in anything that is seasonal, any decorations that are seasonal, clothing, all that kind of stuff, books that you love and want to keep, but is your staging, say a bookshelf, you don't want it crammed full of books. You're going to alternate it with accessories. You pack up a lot. You get rid of the stuff that you don't want to keep. Then what happens is your house sells really quickly. And that 30 days between when you sign contract or however many days it is before you close, which can be a stressful time, you're left with only 30 to 40% to pack up. Hmm. And it's so much less stressful. Smart. It is smart. And another reason why it's smart is funny. Everything you're bringing up brings back these memories. When I moved here from the East Coast, I didn't do that. I didn't go through everything. So I had to go through everything at the last minute. And guess what I did with some of it? I put it in storage. And it's been years, and I'm still paying the storage fee back there. Oh, you're kidding. And that's true. I'm really? still paying, yeah, storage fee because a lot of the stuff I left was like family stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not like things I want to get rid of. And yeah. I just have never gone back to get it. So it's cost me, really, it's actually, I'm embarrassed. It's yeah. cost me money over the course of time because yeah. I wasn't prepared. How many years mm-hmm. has that been, Scott? More than five. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like you need to take a trip. I do. Your summer I do. vacation to help you edit. <laughs> yes, I do. Jeez. Oh, gosh. Well, tell us about how you avoid being, quote, the weird spoon house <laughs> and what that means. <laughs> the weird spoon house. Okay. So really what it is for buyers, they're going through and seeing a lot of houses. Yeah. So houses get nicknames, right? Oh. Uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> and say like you collect tiny spoons, travel spoons, and you have them displayed everywhere. You are going to be the weird spoon house. <laughs> You're going to be the velvet Elvis house <laughs> or the glass shot glass house or mm. the travel magnet house, which is what my house is. Because I like I to collect that. little magnets when we travel. That's what that's what you're going to be. And that's not the what you want to be. You want to be the 
amazing family room house or the awesome kitchen house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what my house would be nicknamed. <laughs> I'm to think about this. If you right want to send me pictures, mm-hmm. I can give you some you. ideas. Okay, I like it. <laughs> that could be a fun game. <laughs> Why do you stage the closet, pantry, the garage, storage, places like that? It seems to me like that wouldn't be something you'd need to worry about. You would think so. But how many times have you heard a home buyer say, oh, I want to buy a lovely house with terrible storage. Mm. It just doesn't happen. We need storage because, again, we keep too much stuff. Or some people have larger families, and even if they don't have too much stuff necessarily, you need to be able to organize the stuff that you have. And the reality of it is if you're selling your house and people are coming through, they're looking in your closets. Mm. They absolutely are. They look in the closet. They look in the pantry. They look in the garage. They look in all of it because that is part of the house. That is what's staying And as they move in, that is exactly where they're going to be moving things into. They want to see, will I have enough room for sheets and towels in the same closet? Or do I have enough, a big enough pantry for a family of six? Those are actual real requests that people have and they're a priority. So to not stage those and neglect it, it can take away from the really great potential that is there. All of us have had a lovely linen closet that just got overly full with time. And it doesn't mean it's not a good linen closet. It just means it needs to be cleaned out and prettied up a bit to show it off. Yeah. And I also do tell people if when you're staging your house and packing things up, store it off site. So if you're walking through a beautiful home, everything's staged, the, the storage looks great, You can envision yourself living in it, and then you get to the garage, and it's full of boxes. You're like, oh, that's why it looks great. Mm. Half their stuff is in the garage. Maybe my stuff isn't going to fit here either. Oh. Yeah. But there are really great resources. Yeah. You can have a pod delivered to your house. There's pods. We went through Sugar House Moving Company. I think it's the same concept where they deliver a box. You fill it up. Yeah. And they take it away for you. And the beauty of that is when you move, they deliver that box to your new house. They bring it back. It is. That's what I should have done back here. then. But I, I didn't have somebody like you to give me, <laughs> give me those tips. And it's cost me, literally, it's cost me thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. Still yeah. Storage is expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah. I'm headed back so, there this summer, though, Taisha. I'll go get there it. There you go. go get Send us pics. Post them on the Insta. Yeah. <laughs> so after you stage, what about the cleaning? Cleaning? Oh, cleaning is so important. It really is because no one wants to move into a dirty house, especially when it's somebody else's dirty, right? I admit I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, but not enough that like my house is sparkling clean. But again, it's your own dirt when it's, you're it's there. Your so own it, dirt. It's not quite so bad. And also, You live in your house. There are fingerprints on wheelings and doorways, and it's that is life. There's nothing wrong with it, but houses need to have a deep clean to be really prepared. And you can tell a difference. Anyone who's cleaned their house, spring cleaned, and come back, you can feel a difference. Even if you're not staging it, you're like, oh, it just, it feels so better. The blinds are dusted. The windows are washed. The walls are washed. It feels good. And you want to carry that over from this. It's part of the staging package. You organize, you declutter, and you deep clean. What do you so, find is the thing that people miss the most when they do their cleaning? That they just overlook and don't think it's a big deal. But uh, it is a big deal. I would say probably door jams get missed a lot. Mm, really? I think 
And anyone who's had children is probably in a pretty good habit of Clorox wiping like doorknobs and light bulb switches or light switches, stuff like that. I think door jabs get overlooked and baseboards get overlooked because they are not fun to clean. No one yeah. likes cleaning. Knees, yeah. Exactly. Unless you can pay your kids to do it. And let me tell you, worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What about blinds? Do you think blinds? blinds I do. I think so. Oh, and even windows. If you always have your blinds down, you're not really going to notice. And that with the window cleaning, especially in good weather, it's got to be inside and out. Because the inside can be perfect, but if the outside's covered in dirt from winter, you won't be able to tell. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think that, and again, it goes back to house blind. You just don't notice it. Could you tell us a little bit about your ebook on staging? We're speaking sure. to an author. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm currently writing the next great classic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, tell us about this. This is exciting. So, I wrote this book a few years ago. It's an ebook and it really dives in deep, deep into the different details of staging your house because, you know, conversation like it can be surface stage your house but how do I stage my house and I really walk you through it and I go into detail about how to stage your storage and how to stage with children it's as adults we see the end goal a little bit better but for kids they just feel the upheaval how can you stage with them Mm. so that they can adjust a little bit better and they can be a part of it and feel like they have a little bit more control and it helps them and also it helps you because when they're part of it and feel in control a little bit, they're going to be more on board and able to manage a little bit better. So we go. Th- I go through all of it. I have some pictures, lots of details, a little bit of snark. And then at the end, <laughs> I have worksheets that you print out. And they're for every room in your house. So it obviously, if you have more than one bedroom, you print multiples of the bedroom page. And it just walks you through the process of going through, you write down, I like to have a checklist when, so whether it's from the book or if I'm working directly with a client, I have a checklist of the priority things. These are things that absolutely need to be done in this room. And if you have time, do these other things too. Mm -hmm. And it does go without saying to declutter, but like sometimes it's how much. In a particular room, it can be like pack away the spoons. Yeah. <laughs> that can be number one priority specifics. Pack away the spoons, pack away the collections, and that sort of thing. And I also do talk about the harder to remember aspect of selling your house. Things like when you leave for an open house or a showing, there are certain things you should take with you. You should have your medication packed up so you can grab it and take it with you. You should have your jewelry, anything that is valuable. It should be in a little go bag to go with you because a real estate agent cannot have eyes on that person every single moment, especially if they're really determined to take something. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at an open house, the concept of an open house is to come in and wander, and there's often a lot of people. So, any medication. Do you find that happen? Does that happen often? Do you say? I don't know the statistics, but I have heard stories uh, across the country yeah yeah that specifically drugs i've heard stories about jewelry like heirloom jewelry being Mm -hmm. stolen and they had to go back at this and the one i'm thinking of particularly they had cameras in the home so they were able to see who it was by tracking them down pressing charges stuff like that like it it's a real thing and when you think about it if 
you're really looking for something, it can be an easy place to to go and to slip go. things yeah. in. Yeah. So, yeah. So but true. I think a lot of times people don't think about medication mm-hmm. necessarily particularly valuable, right? You can get right. a refill for $10, but yeah, it can be right. a problem. As same goes for firearms, weapons, mm-hmm. again, those should be, even if you can't take them with you, lock them up well. I have a, a question. There's a cost to doing these things. Is it worth the value that you'll get in the sale of your home? Like, Staging it in general, absolutely. Staged homes sell so much faster. When we sold our house, it's been a few years. It was in 2015, so things did not sell as quickly. We were under contract in 24 hours. Mm. Wow. And I had just started homeschooling my kids. We were moving. We had so much going on, and it was so nice. We were done in 24 hours, and we could begin the next phase of our move. So yeah, it does. You sell faster, generally speaking. No one can predict for sure how long it's going to take to sell your house, of course. But statistically, of all the studies they've done, staged homes sell faster and for more money. And again, you're putting everything as much as possible. You're getting that done before you even go on the market when you don't have to worry about keeping your house perfectly clean. You know, you can, and if you, plan it out a few months out, you can take one or two months that you need to go through everything fully to clutter and pack stuff up that when it's time to go, it is, you are ready to go. So Sari, tell us where everybody can find your book. Well, if you go to my website, it's realestatesari.com and it's spelled S-A-R-I at the end. And at the very bottom of that front page, there's a link where you can buy it and download it right away. Get started. Thank you. That is an excellent resource. I hope people will check that out. Sari, what is it like to work with a real estate agent that has this type of experience that you have in doing staging? I think personally, I think you should always stage. There was this wild season recently where houses were just selling for wild amounts, way over value and sight unseen. But I think that was an anomaly. That is not how it normally is. And I don't think that's the new normal. I think generally it's a good idea to stage even, even if the only benefit is you get most of your packing done before you put it on the market. And that right there is worth it to me. Yeah. I know when I moved here uh, five years ago, six years ago, something like that. Now I bought a staged home and I knew it was staged, but it didn't matter because it looked so good and and clean and just, I don't know. It was just kind of one of those inviting places. And when I sold recently, my father passed away and we sold my parents' home and they staged it and the whole house looked different. And the stagers came in and then I came back and looked at it and I said, oh my gosh, this house, the value went up just like that. Absolutely. Just having it staged correctly. Yeah, I think for sure, if you have an empty home, stage it. And in that case, it probably would be a professional stager. So, Sari, along with your expertise in staging, you're also a licensed real estate agent. So tell us, what are the benefits of having an agent who knows how to do this staging? When I work with clients, it's a package deal. I The staging is included and I walk you through it all. We go through room by room. We discuss how to do it. I bring a little roll of painter's tape and mark the things to keep and really walk you through the process because homes have a lot 
There's a lot of cupboards and a lot of closets to go through, and it can be overwhelming, and I help it be a little bit less overwhelming. And yep, we go through it, and then when your house is ready to be photographed and for an open house, I'll come back again. We go through it one last time, rearrange things as needed, get the little details in so that your house is ready to go and putting its best visual forward so that potential buyers can really see what you have to offer. And you have some background in interior design? Yep. Yep. My degree is in interior design. So I... You have it all. (laughs) Yeah. So... I do come from a background of really understanding the benefit of staging and the benefit of decorating. And so, yeah, once you're into your new house, I can help you there, too. (laughs) Trifecta, indeed. Investing in series expertise is a gift to your future self and the key to a successful home sale. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, what should the listeners do, Silver Dollar Man? (laughs) Dave Sterling.